Good morning to you. You're listening to Scarif Bay Community Radio. This is Saturday Chronicle, presented this morning by me, Pat McNamara, and Jim Collins. And uh, we would like to apologise for Leo, who uh, couldn't be here, unfortunately. Leo, wish you well and hope you're tuned in. Uh, you can text the programme at 089-258-2647. So we're ready to go. Uh, as usual, uh, Ursula Hogan has done a great job in uh, compiling all the news that is news across East Clare. And uh, as the Pat McNamara and Jim here, so Jim is now going to begin with the first news items. Thanks, Pat. Welcome to Scarif Bay Community... Yeah. Community Radio, indeed. Yes. <laughs> with the, <laughs> the phones. Phone, perfect timing with there. With the phones <laughs> ringing. Anyway, uh, welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio news headlines on the weekend of September 16th and 17th, 2023. We in Scarif Bay Community Radio will have our annual Churchgate collection this weekend, that's this evening and tomorrow, at all masses in the East Clare area. If you can't make Mass, you can always give your donation to any volunteer. Your support would be very much appreciated. The Irish Seed Savers are thrilled to announce that our highly anticipated potted Irish heritage apple trees are launching for sale on this Saturday, that's today, uh, the 16th. They're open from 10am to 4pm. If you can visit the website irishseedsavers.ie. HSE Midwest is urging women and men to avail of the life-saving HPV vaccine to protect themselves against HPV-related cancers. As part of the Laura Brennan HPV vaccine catch-up programme, the vaccine is now available to men aged 21 and younger and women aged 24 and younger. The programme will run until December 31st. Eligible people can, rest at, can register at hpv.ie to receive <coughs> this free HPV vaccine. O'Gunnelow Bridge Club will resume after the summer break next Monday the 18th at 7.45 in the Parish Hall with Mary Gibbons as club president and new members are very welcome to attend. Toller Bridge Club will resume on Wednesday the 20th at 7.30pm in Canuck-Naguiha and the committee would like to extend a warm welcome to all returning players and a special welcome to any new players. Milford Hospice Coffee Morning will take place on Thursday the 21st so wherever you are on the day please donate the price of a coffee to Milford Hospice. You can visit the website milfordcarecentre.ie Sustainability Week is from the 18th to the 22nd of September and Scarf Library have two events planned as follows. A clothes swap and clothes alterations event on next Tuesday the 19th from 11am to 1.30pm. You can swap pieces of clothing you no longer wear for something new and learn tips on how to alter and update your existing clothes. A film screening of The Outsider, The Story of Del Harding, on Thursday the 21st at 6.30pm. Dell will be in the library to chat, to chat with after the film and they will have some pieces of his handmade furniture and his books on view. Refreshments will be provided and all are welcome. Samaritans Ennis and Clare are currently seeking new volunteers for the Autumn 2023 training programme. Volunteers offered their time to help deliver a 24-hour emotional support service to all callers. If you are tolerant, open-minded and willing to help others, 
please email ennis.branchrecruitment at samaritans.org. Scariff Community Garden are inviting people to come and celebrate the assembly of the Yellow Bench in their garden on Sunday the 17th from 12 noon to 2pm. There'll be hot drinks and snacks. Simply drop into the co-op. For information, visit their Facebook page. On Garda Siakana has launched a public competition to hire up to 400 clerical officers across locations nationwide. The application form and information booklet is available in Irish and English and can be accessed on the Garda website. Applications must be submitted to co2023 at gardi.ie. They must be submitted before 3pm next Wednesday. The 20th, that's the 20th. The website again is garda.ie for all information. The ploughing championships are taking place from the 19th to the 21st of September in Rahaniska, County Leash again this year. There's always a wonderful selection of agricultural and plant machinery and cutting-edge technology, food stalls, entertainment, fashion shows, etc. to interest and entertain everyone. Visit the website npa.ie. Dance Masters School of Dance will be held in Mount Shannon Hall every Wednesday from 5.45 to 6.45 for children aged four years. I presume that's four years and, and upwards. They will also hold Zumba classes on Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. for adults. Schedules can change, so please follow them on Facebook for any updates. Culture Night is a national initiative each September which normally sees approximately 50 cultural events take place in over 15 locations in Clare. Culture Night takes place on Friday, September 22nd. For information on all free events in Clare, visit the website clarearts.ie forward slash culture night. For events nationwide, visit the website culturenight.ie. And finally for me, Mount Shannon Arts will hold an evening of poetry, music and storytelling <coughs> with Ruth Marshall, John Tynan, Karen J. MacDonald, Quarter Jazz and Maria Gillen on next Friday the 22nd of September in Anita's store, Mount Shannon. Visit the website mountshannonarts.ie Thank you, Jim. And continuing on, Tulla Coltis is hosting a free concert with members of the Tulla Cayley Band on Friday the 22nd at 8pm in Knuck Naguiha. The night will open with a performance from the Tulla Coltis All-Ireland Flair finalists and finish off with a trad session with well-known musicians and all are welcome. Clare Haven Services are delighted to announce that they will be running their popular Insights Personal Development Programme for women subjected to domestic abuse. It will run from the 25th of September to the 18th of December at 6.30pm to 9.30pm at the Clare Haven Services Outreach and Resource Office in Ennis. Scaris Library Chess, Library's Chess Club will be returning on Tuesday the 26th at 6pm and 10 to 18 year olds are very welcome. For more information, email scariff underscore library at clarecoco.ie. Scariff Public Library's Evening Book Club will return on Tuesday 26th at 7pm and the staff are thrilled to have local author Marianne Purcell to join them for a chat. Marianne wrote a great book entitled A Lie of a Mission 
and there are lots of copies available in the library. A free eight-week wellbeing course will commence at Killaloo Ballinaya Community and Family Resource Centre on Thursday the 28th of September at 7pm. This group course will take the well-being needs of attendees into account. For further information or to register, contact Marie by email marie at kbfrc.ie. Knuck Naguiha and Tulla is celebrating a first anniversary weekend from the 29th of September to the 1st of October. There will be a Cayley with the Tulla Cayley Band, a concert with the Kilfenora Cayley Band, an afternoon Cayley with Knuck Naguiha Cayley Band, and a concert with the Bourne Sisters and Kate Purcell. Tickets from TicketTaylor.com, the Tulla Pharmacy, or Knocknagwiha. Book early to avoid disappointment. Congratulations to Team Ireland's show jumping team, who won the European Championship in Milan recently. This is Ireland's fourth team medal in European Championship history. Well done to the riders and their manager, Michael Blake from Tom Graney. Kjol Koshgrena presents a traditional music concert with the Clancy family and guests on Friday 29th of September at 8pm in the Derg Active Alliance Theatre, Scarif GAA Complex. Doors open at 7.30pm and admission is €10. Euro. Proceeds will go to the Scarif GAA Club and Scarif Bay Community Radio. Your support will be appreciated for this lively night of entertainment. Galway Mountain Rescue Team GMRT has announced details of their annual Howl at the Moon event. The volunteer team, based in Galway, regularly responds to incidents in County Clare. The 9km or 17km night walk will take place on the September 30th on September the 30th at the Galway Wind Park near Oogterard. For information, visit the website howlatthemoon.ie. Scarif Bay Community Radio's 100-day licence to broadcast on FM ended on the 27th of August, but we will be back broadcasting on FM next weekend, the 23rd and 24th. All programmes and presenters are still on the players, smart devices, apps and later podcasts, so you won't miss a thing. That's the news headlines. Tune in to the main news when you will have an update on these stories and some music. News headlines are compiled by Ursula Hogan, and read today by Pat McNamara and Jim Collins. Thanks for listening, and take care. Okay, thank you, Pat. Um, Hopefully now we have on the line uh, Sergeant Declan O'Keefe for East Clare Garda Focus. Good morning, Declan. Morning, Jim. Morning, Pat. How are you this morning? Morning, Declan. We're very well, thanks a million. Good to have you. Nice to hear your voice again. No bother, no bother. Thanks very much. What... um, what things have you got for us uh, today, Declan? Yeah, Jim, uh, I was in the studio there with you last weekend. We were talking about um, a car stolen there in Bradford. Um, we don't have any updates in that, but I suppose um, we just had three further um, cars stolen in the West Clare area the following night. Um, and again, I suppose I'd just like to um, ask people and advise them that they physically lock their vehicles again and make sure they're secure and parked uh, when they're parked outside your house check the doors and windows are closed and locked before going to bed uh, I think we mentioned it last week Jim but again I suppose three cars taken in West Clare last 
that's Friday night, uh, Kilkee, Lissy Casey, Cora Clare. So we weren't on our own that week. Uh, so again, I'd just like to remind people just to, you know, secure secure their vehicles before they get to bed or before they lock up their house. Okay, well, I suppose you can't, it's something you can't mention too often, Declan. No, no, look, from look wholly from a crime prevention point of view, um, it's it's too late when it gets to us, you know what I mean? The property's gone or the car is stolen or whatever, like, you know what I mean? And the chances of, of, of getting it back, you know, in the same condition as, as it was when it was stolen first days is very slim. So we don't want it to happen in the first place. And um, prevention is better than cure, as they say. Um, I have uh, another crime we um, that was reported to us last Sunday morning. Um, it's a burglary in my moor in Tulla. Uh, there was um, two chainsaws taken from um, a shed, an open shed uh, at the rear of a house there in in my moor. Uh, again, <clears throat> I suppose I'm, I'm beating the preventative drum again, Jim. Like two two very valuable pieces of equipment, so well over a thousand euro here gone. Uh, no lock in the door. Uh, the shed left open. Um, Happened um, on Friday night last year. No, on Saturday night last between uh, 9.30 p.m. and, and 1 p.m. It was discovered following day. But look, again, I suppose just to remind people if they have valuable equipment like strimmers, you know, the summertime is coming to an end now with strimmers, lawnmowers, chainsaws, um, all that kind of equipment. It's 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 expensive equipment. And um, I know a lot of people are... are are keeping them in outhouses and and, uh, and sheds outside. But look, I mean, make sure that they're locked up uh, and, and secured because it, you know it, it, there are a lot of property. There's there's a, it's expensive property. Um, so just um, if anybody saw anything in my moor on the ninth of of um, September, uh, that was suspicious. We'd like uh, their help in that. And Declan, uh, as the boys, we're now in mid-autumn, the, the long summer bright evenings yeah. <laughs> when they were dry sometimes there, when they weren't even, uh, are gone. So I suppose, you know, you have a longer night, darkness falling earlier, and from secure, personal security and home security reasons, I suppose you'd be encouraging people to have lights and uh, alarms where possible in relation to what you've been talking about. That's right. I mean, look, we 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 mentioned this here before. The likes of you know uh, security lights—they're very effective. Um, they put people off straight away when a, when a light flicks on, and when people walk into your yard or walk around your, your the surroundings, your house. They're quite inexpensive as well, but they're very effective. Um, I know I have a couple around the house here at home, and 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 you know, look, I suppose if if a bulb is blown or whatever, look, just get out and get it fixed. If a sensor is gone, just it's it's, it's relatively inexpensive, but it is quite effective. There's also um, CCTV, which is which is obviously more expensive for electric gates. But you know, let's try and make it difficult for the minimum patch. You know what I mean? And exactly. uh, just get a, get a very get a very secure lock uh, lock that's hard to cut. Um, again, they're relatively inexpensive, but they make it difficult for the criminal to get in. You mentioned chainsaw, a chainsaw or two there, I think, initially, Declan, um, and I know for a fact that they're very, very popular with, with uh, robbers and burglars. Uh, I had one stolen myself about 30 years ago, I think. But uh, chainsaws and power tools in general are very, very attractive for thieves. So I suppose you, people, you know, tradesmen and tradespeople in general who have such tools need to be extra vigilant. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there, 
they're easy to transport and uh, you, you're in and out and you're gone and uh, you know as I say they are, they are expensive so it's lucrative for the criminal to take them like so yeah absolutely um, again from a crime preventive point of view like just to, to, mind, to mind them um, I, I suppose um, other than that um, just I suppose we, we spoke about um, I know that somebody speak about it a couple of weeks ago but I'll speak about it again to um, People, students are out there. It's the middle of September. They're looking for rental accommodation. Uh, we've had a few people that have been caught with, say, as regards um, scammed out of their money, for want of a better word, you know. And um, I suppose um, the, there's a certain desperation now. Um, number of people have been um, tricked, um, and because of their desperation to secure rental property for their for their daughters or their sons. I suppose the things to watch out for is you know, if the rent is too good to be true, it normally is. That's the same when anything else is for sale on the internet or on Dundee or anything like that. Uh, if an ad has grammar or spelling mistakes, you know, that's a, a red flag. Uh, if the communication from the person is only through social media or WhatsApp, it's a red flag. If the property owner says that they're not available and can't meet you, to show you the accommodation, another red flag. And if payment is requested in cash or by wire transfer um, through iTunes, gift cards or cryptocurrency, which is becoming another issue, um, or if the account is in a different country, these are all red flags for people. Um, um, and I suppose the best the, the best practices really on it are you recognise letting organisations um Folks, and uh, I suppose to check the IBAN of the property owners and make sure that it exists, make sure that the person you meet has the right to rent the property, that he's not just showing you a property and it's not his, uh, and um, only transfer funds through credit card, and make sure that the person that, that says they own the property is registered on the, registers tenant, the registered tenancy board. And what we, what we say to people is, People might say, geez, I was scammed out of a thousand euro or fifteen hundred euro. How can I am totally embarrassed and how can I go to the guards with this information? They'll think I'm a fool, they'll think I'm this. We 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 won't cast any judgment on anybody. But what we what we, we do want to hear about these things because, you know, it builds a picture for ourselves and it might prevent somebody, you know, in the locality or somebody else getting caught by that same person. So all we'd appeal to people is don't be embarrassed, just come forward. Um, crime is crime. Everybody gets caught from time to time and uh, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah, but it's very important information for, for ourselves and in regards to Chicana. Yeah, and, and I suppose, Declan, in rela- in connection with that issue of, of scamming, I mean, in a, on a broader sense, it's, it's unusual not to go through a week or two without some kind of a scam text or call on your phone. Uh, it could be claiming to be your bank or revenue or revolute. I heard actually on a a smaller radio station than ours during the week there, a poor lady was caught for seven and a half thousand. Uh, she was assured, she was so assured that it was a genuine call from revolute that there was a suspicious, suspicious activity, sorry, on her account. So she lost it yes, and yes. she didn't get much satisfaction from revolute, I think, yet. But, you know, people in general should just ignore anything that they're just not sure is is the real deal? A hundred percent. Ignore all unsolicited texts and messages, whether it be social media or, or your ordinary text. 
ignore them all. Like uh, we've had it from the toll bridges, we've had it from revenue, we've had it from all state agencies. Ignore them all. They will not call. They will not text you. They will not call call you. Banks are the same. Banks will not call call you. Disconnect the number, phone, block the number. Um, bl- uh, when you're finished deleting the text, block the number. Just like we, 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 everybody's getting them now across the board. Do not engage. They're they're what we call phishing emails or phishing texts. They're trying to get more information out of you, build a picture of you. Um, it's a huge problem, Pat. It's a huge problem, and you know it's um, it's a multi multi million uh, you know um, I suppose industry for the criminals and such. Like you know what I mean. So what I would say to people. The bank will not, don't be worried about you, you get a threatening, or oh, you're all this or you're all that. The bank will write you in good time if you owe them anything, <laughs> as we all know. There's no fear of that. They're, they're not, <laughs> there's no fear of the bank. They will, they will they'll come find and you. send you four or five letters, <laughs> but they won't send you text messages, and they won't call call you in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah so that's part Disconnect the call call. Mm. Um, and I can't stress that highly enough, and you brought up a good point there, Pat. Okay. And I suppose, finally, on that subject, I suppose for police forces in general and the Gardaí in particular, is it difficult enough to trace the sources of of this kind of crime? I mean, they're very they're clever people in many ways. I know their grammar mightn't be great, but uh, they are pretty clever. Is it very very difficult, even for the most expert IT people in police forces, to trace them? Yeah, they're very clever, and the funds are moved. See, the way funds are moved now, Pat, they're moved from they're moved. They're, you know, they're moved from borders or matter, like, you know what I mean? So they're moved from one country to the other in a matter of, you know, bank transfer or, or, you know, and like even I mentioned cryptocurrency there. That's another issue, you know. Uh, uh, there's a myriad of stuff coming down the line with cryptocurrency, you know. Um, so, you know, police forces like ourselves are, are just catching up with the criminals, like, you know what I mean? So... Uh, we just have to be very careful with our financial, with our money and that, with our finances. And, and again, I suppose just the advice I would have is, is like not to take any unsolicited calls, not to engage. If somebody's talking to you about your finances over the phone. It's a, it's wrong. It's a no-no. It's a, it, it, you're you're in a different space. You have to disconnect that call and block the number. The same with text messages. Uh, we'll have a chat again about it in the studio some other time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was in a in a class last week with with guys down from the Garda National Economic Bureau, and it even opened my own eyes as, as regards what's coming down the line with with, with with regards cryptocurrency and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 amazing what's out there. Like you know. Yeah. Okay, Jekyll, is that everything you have for us this morning? Yeah, that, that that's about it, folks. Yeah, look. Thankfully enough, we've only had the one crime in East Clare. So again, a lot of what I've spoken about there is crime preventative. And again, if if anybody has anything to tell us, or if there's anything live, I mean, again, there might there mightn't be Karen Scarroff, or there mightn't be Karen Tull or whatever. But there's there's a Karen Innes, there's a Karen Killaloo, there's always cars out. So I'd ask them to ring the Innes number or the emergency numbers if they need if they need a quick response. The Innes number is 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 twenty is is twenty four seven covered, and and you you'll get a response um, as soon as possible. So that number is all six five six eight four eight one hundred. So that's all, Jim. So have a good okay. day and have a good weekend, and like to wish the same to your listeners. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay, Pat or uh, Declan, many thanks for joining us this morning for East Clare Guide the Focus, and we look forward to talking to you again. Thanks, thanks Declan.